educational institutions. Who owns Stanford University? There is no Leland Stanford Junior yeah. or family that is there. Uh, and you take any other, you know, Oxford, Cambridge, and so on. So, how do you replicate that in the context of an ISP or an Ashoka was a big challenge for us. And there, what we did was we separated funding from ownership. Interesting. Funding from governance and decision making. Mm -hmm. So we said, listen, everybody who gives money gets only one vote, regardless of how much you give. Sure. Now, obviously, you can't do that in a private sector situation where your equity or your say or your decision making rights are tied to how much you own and how much money you've given. But equally in that environment, you can say, listen, if you've given 100, you get one vote. And for 90 of your 100, we'll name a building after you. And if you give, give 10, you don't get any buildings, but you get still one vote and you're on the same page. Uh, on, you have the same rights. So I think that was really the thinking behind that is how and there are many other things we had to do to put that into the DNA from day one. Once you put that into the DNA from day one, then you're also making sure that nobody violates that in the future and doesn't take over uh, something that will tomorrow be very attractive when it is successful. Makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, if I may just bring in and it's okay if you don't want to express your view on that what what do you think of things like lambda school which are coming up with the proposition and it's a very different problem that they're trying to solve because universities in the u.s are insanely expensive there's massive student debt yes yeah, so this is something that i do feel like i've uh, had good experience from doing uh, isp yf vedika and so on see because these uh, initially the programs even at ashoka were all